listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. I don't know about that. I don't I know mean, about that. I like You're telling me he doesn't come back to the huddle and screams that he wants the ball and Travis isn't going to be like, hey, shut the fuck up. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say, honestly, in the huddle, they might let it go. Now you get over to the sideline and there's going to be a, like he, I would say he would get checked really quick. The enemy is going to check the fuck out of it. It would be. The enemy when he needs to get pissed. <laughs> it wouldn't be by a single person is the thing. Like yeah. all it would take is one thing to be said. And I think Pat pulls a Peyton Manning. Yeah. Where, where, who was it? Austin Collie tried to one hand catch that thing. And. Just went off he just on him. no, he didn't. He didn't go off on him. He just pointed to the sideline. He just pointed to the sideline. He says, you know, doesn't say anything. Goes over. Coach goes, no, 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 you're in. He's like, no. He Peyton just told me I'm out. And he goes, no, you're in. So he walks out, and then Peyton points back at him. Get off the field. Let's him go for. I think it's a couple drives without getting back on the field. And then Peyton walks over to him and says, "You ever try catching it with one hand again, and you're off this fucking team." Damn. <laughs> I think I think if Man, I OBJ pulls up to Kansas City, it's going to start off – like one thing is said, it's going to start off with Pat. I think Pat's going to be the first guy because he's the cat. He's easily the captain of the team, and he's the guy who controls the ball. You want to cry to me? I'm the MVP. How many MVPs have you won? I've been to two Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls have you been to? Yep. And then so he's going to say one thing. And if it ever happens again, Travis might light him up. Tyreek might light him up. Tyron might light him up. And then the enemy is going to get the last hunk and then you're off the team. I think, I think the most, I think the most likely to light him up is going to be between uh the enemy Reed and Travis. Like well, Andy I, won't, Andy won't say a- Andy may say something. Andy doesn't light anybody up. No, he's not going to light him up, but he, Definitely, I mean, he he might do that behind doors, but he de- he won't do it on where it's gonna be broadcast it, in the world. It'd be Travis. I think it's Travis or be enemy because I don't think, both. I don't I don't think Pat. I mean, Pat's a real nice guy. I don't think he would just light into somebody like Peyton did. Well, or, Peyton well, didn't, well he didn't really like say, Peyton him, just said, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> you you don't catch that thing with <laughs> two said, hands hey, and you're off here. my team." Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> you don't show me up. <laughs> Yeah, which I'm, and to be honest, like I, I think I think a lot of Chiefs players would probably just step up and say, "Hey, you that that doesn't happen." But and then McCall will be standing over here in the corner. Hey, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't, I just I, I see that is so hard to bring him in week ten. It may like he may not even come into a team until week eleven. Yeah. I mean, it, it is Tuesday, so they they got a little bit, but it's just like I don't I don't really know what nah. to make of that, especially if he's going to sit and wait for a deal. Like he's got, I guess he probably has no deals sitting on the table. No, I, man, definitely be, not a deal he likes the money about seven. Yeah. No, and that's the thing is he's and not he's gonna not like he's the not money. He's not going to like the money anybody's giving him because. I, it's going to be vet minimum. For I'm sure everyone. he didn't. I'm sure he didn't love the money that he was making. No. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's agreeable. 
And he definitely, I guarantee, wasn't happy with that because of the which is probably why he was probably has. pressing to get all the the targets as, as much too. Yeah, he probably wants to get that bag. Yeah, I would agree. With, I would say that's that yeah. that's pretty fair. But let, let's Boost see. He's so I, I was talking with Foot on Twitter, Jordan Foot. Um, and, and I can kind of understand what foot was saying. So, you know, obviously I'm saying what I'm saying is that I'm very, I'm not surprised that 31 teams said we don't want to pay $7.25 million. Uh, obviously because you're a harbinger of toxicity and, and your play has been really, really poor. Um, well, like we'll pay you the vet minimum, but we're not paying you $7.25 million. There's the 32 teams, including the Browns who are paying him not to play for them are telling you that he is not worth that contract. Yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, look where the Raiders are at currently with their whole situation, uh, yeah. even them, even them. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly enough, and I and think Hunter they Renfro up, is probably their best wide receiver at the moment. Uh, well, yeah. If we're going solidified receivers only, it's definitely Hunter Renfro. If you want to throw in best, I'm I, I don't know. I, honestly, I'd put Darren Waller in that conversation because oh, I think yeah. he deserves to be in there just like he does. Travis he does, deserves but... to be in the in the wide receiver conversation. Wide receiver, I think it's probably is it's Renfro and then like Zay Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would I would say that, and and that doesn't. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they go out and 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 maybe they get. Uh, Maybe they get OBJ. Um, so Foot and I were going back and forth, and and Foot was Jordan Foot was just saying, you know, he, there's he's been in a couple toxic situations, which yeah. I retorted and said that the toxic situations were created by none other than OBJ. But I could also see what the he's toxic saying. situation with Cleveland was one thousand percent him. Oh, of course, and and in in New York. I mean, obviously, it, I, I think it kind of started with the media, but uh, he, New York he was a little weird. It wasn't a hundred percent his fault. No, not, I think that there was a lot of people in the media attacking him. There was, was there was, was a was, lot going. It was pretty. A lot of it was unwarranted. But I I could see what what some of the people around Kansas City are saying because it's not just Jordan Foot. I mean, we we got uh, we got Matt Lane, we got JB, you know JB, we got Briscoe saying it. Uh, we got we got a few other people in the media saying that you know he could come in and he could still be good. And it's like yeah, I get like we've seen his talent. We know what the ceiling is for him to do, but he hasn't shown that since what, 2016, his, his final 2017 year, probably yeah, 2017, his, his final year in New York. Um, you know, like I said, he's been the main cause. He's been the roughly either the main cause or the beginning cause for the toxicity in two different places. Um, like I don't believe, like I haven't seen the talent level where it needs to be for me to be comfortable bringing him in for the toxicity that he has. And so there's a couple different places looking at him, um, that I actually sent to you. It was, there's also the Saints uh, from Jordan and... Schultz. It was the Pats, the chiefs, the saints. And then he also said, I don't think that he's his team. It doesn't look like his team is spoken with green Bay, but green Bay apparently is number one on his list and a short follow of Seattle. That's so, an interesting place to be one on number one I, on his list. I'm re- I'm really confused on these few teams. I kind of want to walk you through a different couple scenarios and then have you let me know what you think here, because if he, like both of those, I feel like are melting pot scenarios for toxicity. If we're, if we're just saying like toxic situations, aren't where OBJ wants to be or potential melting pot for those aren't where he wants to be. Cause yeah. that's just going to make, that's just going to end his career. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, we're looking- he'll end up, 
I I don't I think he will sign, but one more of these. I don't know where it's going to be, and he will be Des Bryant. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so we're looking at Green Bay, and it's like, okay, that is obviously a melting pot of a situation before the they, season because I of mean, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is on the last year of his career, and now they have this whole COVID thing. Well, especially which, if he's if he's trying to sign more than a one year contract. I don't think Green he Bay is. is not the place. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere to sign more than the end of this season. I think this is going to say I, probably he's more, I, I think so too. I think 90 99.9% of my thought process behind OBJ in the signing for any team this year is I'm going to finish out this year, show a team how quickly I can learn a playbook, show them that I'm not toxic and that I'm willing to play with anybody the the team didn't want me to play that I was at and the quarterback that I was playing with didn't want me to play either. And he wasn't providing me the service that I needed. And so I think anywhere he goes outside of the outside of Cleveland and New York right now, he's going to get the service. But like, again, we talked about wherever this is could be the tall tale sign of his career. And he's still very, what, 27, 28. So he's still very young and can play further if he gets out of that issue but like green bay is not the place to go because no. of aaron's situation not only new, previous to the season but currently england, what's going on right now new england is definitely not the place that's a personality mismatch by a billion i'd see i don't know that much if we're going to say patriots after after green bay i don't know if that really is the case if it's not a personality matchup uh issue because uh, obviously Bill doesn't like people talking so much, but he just had Cam in last year. And and even though Cam is not around this year, and that's not due to Cam's who Cam not. was, it was due to how good Cam was. Yeah, but Cam's Bill not out here throwing parties on yachts in the middle of the season either. I mean, yeah, but we also <laughs> haven't seen OBJ do that. <laughs> since le- since leaving the Giants, either it's been a it's been a little different. Ugh. I don't know if I don't know if Bill could keep him under wraps, but the way that Bill wants to, but Bill changed his entire philosophy for an entire year when Cam came in. So I wouldn't yeah, say that it's going to be but a mix he up also, or because of that. The second he had another option turned that way, also. Well, it wasn't like again. We're not. It, this is if we're strictly staying on that personality standpoint. Cam was not cut because of his personality. Cam was cut because Cam wasn't good. And Cam is clearly not signed to another team because Cam is not good. So if 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 he's going to go, if OBJ is going to go into the Pats and he's going to be able to play to some sort of degree of a higher talent level than he has been, it's not his personality that's going to keep him outside of New England after this season. Yeah. That's just – I think that's kind of where that is. Now, we look at the Saints. I don't see why he would want to go to the Saints. Um, his his quarterback is either going to be Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon for the rest yeah, of the year, and that's not, not going to go well for him. No. Now, Michael Thomas is out for the season, I'm pretty sure. So – Still, the quarterback situation the, doesn't yeah, matter. The quarterback it, it doesn't matter. Well, he's going to get ninety nine point nine percent of the target, so that may be why his camp well, is reaching actually, out there. Actually, I don't know. OBJ seems to do better with bad quarterbacks. He uh, does because he, he he can catch those stupid catches that shouldn't be caught. That that's true. And with being the only receiver, uh, I mean, I feel they, like I, if there I was legit a don't know who else is there. I feel Everybody like if there was working. a chart that kind of looked like like a like a dartboard, if it like. 
and it showed where the ball was in accordance to where OBJ caught it, his percentages on the outer ring would be better than right in the middle. I, oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Although he didn't make any, he honestly, he didn't, I don't remember any spectacular catches in Cleveland that he's made. I mean, Baker's been putting on him. Yeah, because Baker's been good, man. Hey, just about, you know, hey. Uh, Baker's passes were nothing close to what Eli's Eli. And, Dan- I mean, and Danny Dimes when he came in. They were terrible. It was awful. But so, so I mean, you got the Saints situation. You got the Pat situation. We've talked about Green Bay, Seattle as a potential spot. Again, I'm not sure of because Russell will be coming back here shortly. Yep. So that's that's obviously going to be a big help to the team, um, because but like you bring him in and he's going to be the third OBJ is going to be the third option behind Tyler Lockett and behind DK Metcalf. Yeah, uh, he's especially now if he's going to come in and Russ is out for a few more weeks, then he could overtake Tyler Lockett easily if mm. we're just talking about talent level and, and, and all that stuff. Cause, cause Tyler is older now. Um, so I think Gino would want to want to go that route, but with Russell coming back in, he trusts Tyler, him and Tyler are always on the same page and Tyler plays a lot better. And DK is showing that he can play whoever with whoever's back there. Yeah. Uh, but that's a melting pot of a situation as well, because Russ wants out, there's no offensive line. Pete Carroll, I feel is on the hot seat and on the outside of the organization. It just doesn't like, what do you think about Seattle? Yeah. Seattle's interesting. Cause they do have two like pretty top tier receivers already there. So OBJ, uh, OBJ would be kind of gambling a little bit on himself at this point to go there and expect to get a bunch of reps uh, on a loaner deal to prove his worth and get a contract the following season, because I mean, he'd have to beat out Tyler, Tyler Lockett at least. Um, and don't for, forget for Chris, the majority of the targets. Chris Carson's going to be back before the yeah. end of the season. And he's going to get targets. Uh, I don't know what the, the depth at their position is, um, but Seattle, I mean, there's really Seattle's nothing outside take, of Tyler Lockett or DK. Seattle's going to take a lot for him there. Um, I guess if he really wants to play with Russ Wilson, if he really likes that matchup, maybe. But I think if we're looking at perfection for quarterback, offensive gurus, and available playing time, I don't think that there is a better position outside of Kansas City. Well, I was going to say also Los Angeles. The reason that that won't happen is they don't need him. Uh, they cut Deshaun because they Deshaun Jackson yeah. because they didn't need him. Robert Robert Woods has been a little banged up. It's been um, a, he he's in though. Yeah, I mean, um, I just wouldn't. I I don't think that that's a viable. I think they. Move I think they're starting they to trust make. Van Jefferson. Um. They don't want to bring somebody yeah. to mix up on those rookies because they're going to have to move forward with those rookies. Yeah. It, it, week ten, like if this was week one, yeah, or maybe. or, or yep. preseason, I would say, hey, put LA on that train. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pass it. But they've already traded so much; they're in win now mode. I, I, I don't know if I'd say OBJ this far into the season really meshes well with what they're trying to do. There, as an there is a team that I have logically myself ruled out, and it's the Oakland or Oakland. It's the Las Vegas. I Raiders. think that's 
But I think that's I think, a perfect situation. Well, I think it's a perfect situation, but I have logically ruled it out myself because with what is going on in Vegas, I can't handle it more. <laughs> one, like, why? Why would OBJ want to step into that right now? For one, and two, knowing that as the Raiders, why wouldn't you just bite the bullet, take the seven point two five million dollar contract, and claim him on waivers? Yeah, like now you have to try and convince him why the Raiders are a better option for him right now against. 30 other teams. All logic says no. All logic says no. It doesn't make any sense. If they wanted him, they would have put a claim in. I I have, I have something I want to run past you because I didn't think about it. It just popped in my head right here, right now. I actually think there's possibly two places that it would, that potentially would work. That's either in Denver with the Broncos or in Baltimore with the Ravens. Baltimore has been, they are very used to turning some like just signed players into starters recently. So I could see Baltimore. um, They definitely need some help at wide receiver. I mean, outside of Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, they, they really don't have anyone there. They've been injury prone in the backfield. So we don't really have to worry about those guys taking away receptions or reps away from OBJ. If that's what he's looking for Denver, at. it's Cortland Sutton. And I think Denver would have to think about, I mean, bringing OBJ in is going to hurt Tim Patrick for sure. But Tim Patrick's also, I mean, he's, he's 27. So for a receiver, he's 27, but yeah, he's 27. Tim, yeah. Tim Patrick seems like one of those guys that I like get more involved. I, I like Tim. I love Tim. Tim's also been getting banged up. Cortland Sutton is also a guy who like, again, we're talking about OBJ coming in and more than likely in most of these places being the number two or the number three option, no matter where he goes. Like if he goes to, he's been talking to green Bay. If he goes to green Bay, he's going to be the number three option. And that's going to be behind Devonte and Alan Lazard until he can show that he can, he can, he can play over Alan Lazard. Like yeah. if he goes to Seattle, he's going to have to try and play through, through Tyler Lockett. If I think he he'll be to, number three the rest of the season. If he goes uh, to Seattle, I think, I think there's I only remember. a few places where he goes, where he can be a number one or a number two guy. And one of them is Kansas city. A number one would be in Vegas. Um, he'd be a number one uh, for the Pats and he'd be a number one for the saints. Like, but those aren't good QB situations. I know. So I think if he's going to be looking for, I want to win. I want good, like good reps and good film. His, his options are very, very limited. Yep. Which means the money won't be there. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about the money situation. Unless he's got a bunch of teams just in a bidding war, which I highly doubt because nobody claimed him for seven yeah, 7.25 mil. I mean, right. nobody's I, signing him for more than six now, probably. I don't I don't foresee him getting signed for more than three. I don't think so either. I think, I think three, three is the absolute is the max. max. And to be fair, with ten with ten games left on the schedule, I He's think probably you're, or, only I'm sorry, getting with, like one and a half. <laughs> and exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. With half a season left to go, not including playoffs. If you want to put a stipulation in there for playoffs, like hey, if we make the playoffs, if you help us make the playoffs, you get this bonus. If you do this, this, and this in the playoffs, you get this bonus, whatever. But I, I think 
I, I think they're probably at their wits end um, at, at 1.5 with half a season to go. Yeah. Uh, but I would say the, the few places that I would look out for, I don't want them in Kansas city um, for the, for the simple fact that we have had toxicity issues in the locker room, outside the locker room. Um, obviously there is a talent level there that, that could be good. I think Pat is one of the guys who could get him there. Um, I, I think that would work. Uh, but really it's just uh, and a, one team that's not being talked about enough. It's uh, an experiment that I don't really want to do. Yeah. I don't want to mess with that. I think for me, number one, and it's not going to get talked about. I don't think that he's going to end up there, but I think the best course of action uh, if it were possible would be for OBJ to go to the Ravens and become their number two wide receiver, potentially second or third option. Yeah. That, I think that would be a very good. Play I think that'd be the perfect fit. What What about you? What do you, What are you thinking off the top of your head? Um, man, I, I I think he more so thrives with a pocket passer. I think New England would be a good option for him. Uh, Mac Jones has been looking f- decent. Uh, I mean, he's been the best of the rookies so far for sure. Um, but I think he needs to, I, I, I like the Ravens fit. I'm not saying he would be bad with Lamar. I just think I, I want to say the Buccaneers, but they no chance. There's no chance at that. He I would, was going to say that'd be would, the perfect. He would get like two plays a game. Yeah. Um, I, I think that would be the perfect, op, the absolute perfect. Plus opportunity they already have him. a charity case and <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> hey, Antonio's, uh, Antonio's gotten his stuff together every yeah, time that he's, he's been around Tom Brady. He's been great. So. He's been great. You know? Um, Man, I'm trying to think of a – there's not very many pocket passers left in the league. I, th- I mean, Green Bay, but he's – that situation's weird. I think Green Bay would be his I, best opportunity to play great. I, I think so. I think that's probably true. You know, if we want to go AFC and NFC matchups, I think AFC, it's either going to be, like I said, Baltimore or KC. We talk about if it's an NFC team, then I think Green Bay is probably the best for him. Yeah. Um, or, I would throw Dallas in there, but he doesn't get any reps there either. He, I mean, because Michael Gallup is out, I don't know if he's out for the rest of the season. He might but get some, because he some would, slot work, but well, he, yeah, he, well, yeah, yeah. Well, CD CD CD's plays kind of the, the, slot, the slot, so he would play the X receiver at at yeah. that position, uh, while Amari takes the Y. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think honestly, if we're talking the NFC teams, it's got to be Green Bay or or the Saints uh, for me. Yep. Just because he can be that number one option, and it's just strictly volume, volume, volume. Yep. That's why the Saints are a good option. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yes, I don't we'll, know. We, we'll see if OBJ turns it around. Probably we'll not. Not. A, I don't have any faith in it. Let's see. Um, uh, but I used to be a fan of his. I really did. <laughs> I, you know, I liked him. Days, man. I liked I was, him back there. I mean, I, I'm an LSU guy. I had to. Um, oh, wow. There, so there was a, just nine minutes ago from Adam Schefter. I was looking to see if there was any OBJ news. Uh, and he says that Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is the victim of domestic abuse and extortion. There is pending litigation, according to his agent, Zach Hiller. Who does that sound like? Wow. And sounds, it Sam, sounds like Tyreek Hill. 
and Sam Darnold has a fractured scapula. Wow, we're just wait, who? Right. Sam Darnold. Oh wow. <laughs> a fractured scapula? Yeah. Wow. That's that's not good for his throwing days. No. Uh, well there is currently no other information about obj we will have to wait and see i expect us to have some news within the next day or i I would think something would be done by no later than the end of the day tomorrow wednesday uh by the time that you're hearing this but i must it it should be it should be if he wants to get things done and get a playbook and everything moving it needs to be by like noon tomorrow obj will probably be signed by the end of the week and if he's not he will probably be signed in free agency next season or yeah it's just a des bryant situation he's done (laughs) yeah honestly if if he gets to the end of this week without being on a team i don't know if he gets on a team I, i how real of a possibility do you think that is I think there's about a 30% chance he doesn't end, on, on, end up on a team. That's really high. It, it is really high. That's actually I, I really think, high. I think, I think that's where he's at. I think so. I, I think it, yeah, I think there's pro- probably going to be quite a few factors, you know, money, it, playing time. It probably just depends on how his team handles the situation and his attitude towards this. I mean, if, if there is any bad attitude from, obj in any of these meetings at all whatsoever i think the team just pulls like i mean if there is any type of worry i would pull my offer yeah yeah you're not so, wrong well it depends on how he plays this situation that's he's true he's got he's got some cards in front of him and uh he better not play him wrong <laughs> gotta know when to hold him and know when to fold him Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us for our short. I hope it was short. We'll find out. Uh, we got got some interesting things coming up uh, midway through the season now that the transfer deadline day is, is done. Um, and we still got some pending moves out there. So stick around. Uh, I've been Tyler Savati and I. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Swabage underscore. I've been Caleb Berlin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cdarlin53. And you can find Landon, who we didn't even mention that wasn't here, at, <laughs> on Twitter at fields underscore Lando. Yep, he's taking care of a few things uh, for, for another podcast that he's running, but he should be back. If not this week, he will be back on with us next week. He's watching week. his KU boys in Madison Square Garden tonight, too. Uh, yuck. Basketball. Yuck. Gross. Don't like basketball. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow hey. the show. Those Chicago Bulls, though, man. Oh, man, they're good. Man, the Bulls are good this year. (laughs) But, yeah, go follow the show at TLCFB on Twitter, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify. Tell your friends. I don't care. Whatever. Share. Subscribe. Facebook. I'm just kidding. We don't have those. (laughs) I have a Facebook. Find me on there. If you can spell my last name. Hey, don't be fooled. He has hair in his profile picture. Oh, do I? Yeah, I might. I might, I might need it. It's been a while. I didn't use Facebook. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we'll catch you in the next one. Our full episode for the post-game review should be up now. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.